Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, 13 and older, to be exact. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Random Rants. Three guys that know a little bit about everything. I think I know a little bit about a lot. I'm Jeffrey, that's Mike, and Juan. Hello. So we're back, people. Uh, it's, 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 it's one year after the anniversary, a week late, plus a day. So April, if you haven't, for people that are bad at math, it's April 7th. We're supposed to technically be the anniversary. We did an anniversary episode. At least we tried to trick ago. y'all into thinking oh. that it was an anniversary episode, but we deceived you all because it technically didn't happen. But I actually summoned my co-host today to talk about some of the things, movies, TV, games, etc that they draw inspiration from. So if you haven't been following, we are somehow in the, in the most minute way, Jeffrey more so than me and Juan, are in the entertainment industry. We're on the literary side of it, which is we're writing a book, The Last Spartan. Books. Okay. Huh? Books. Books. Several books. Nerds. Several books. It's like we just got a project today that we just threw on ourselves, even though we have two other books that we have to write um three we, yeah well yeah yeah three plus a com uh, a comic book slash oh yeah yeah, yeah. light novel so and Jeff, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of things going on where what Juan just came up with today is tailor-made for you to turn it and i and i'm not even exaggerating i'm not joking i'm dead serious like it's up your alley like it's exactly what you want to direct exactly what you might want to be part of one what what does what jeff uh what was your favorite like like what's your genre? Yeah, your style. Yeah. Like what's like, your I feel style? Like sci-fi, but even though he said he wants to be an actor, more director, but I always introduce him. Not introduce him, but I if I mention him to one of my friends, like I want to show off, like how much I know. Well, I have a director friend. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That, that's my thing. Is I'm like I have a friend that's a director. Yeah. Like that's that, how that it's so cool. Because so, a lot of actors. There's a lot, yeah, of, actors. a lot of actors, but there are only so, few like, who can direct. direct this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I like the sound of that. That's good. <laughs> we got you. Even, even though I started off as his bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, scary movie man with the light coming up from underneath you. Oh yeah, I know. It's that's this is my this is my horror. Yo, y'all know I'm old. Like you know, I just realized my birthday passed, right? And I stopped counting. It did. It did. And and I stopped counting. Cue the music, somebody. No, we don't have music. <laughs> and unless you play no, the no, Undertaker. Well, do it. Silence everyone for a moment. I swear to God, I wish I had my other phone right now. <laughs> no, that's all right. I gave you the chance to do the special effects. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah, You're not, not going to make me put the special effects there. If it's, if it's not the Undertaker's music, it doesn't matter because all I'm doing is aging. Like that, that's it. So I, I tell people what I do is to compensate. And Jeff, do not forget, we want to know like what, what's your, like your style, your genre, what you fit in. I just go to the gym. I compensate for me getting old by trying to make myself feel younger by going to the gym. And let me tell you, it reminds me that I am getting older. I would not say my age, but I don't really care. I just, I just stopped counting. How old are we this year? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because my wife does the same thing. She like, goes to me. She's like, how old am I again? Yeah, stop, stop yeah. counting. Well, yeah. I'm 35. Okay. Uh, so I just turned Michael 36. is 36. Oh, my God. And Jeffrey is 33? Three? Two? No, 30, 34. No, I, I ain't there yet. Oh, 34 in August. August. 33, right? 33. 
Jesus age. I don't yep. feel that one he bit. Was crucified at this age, bro. Like why you said Jesus age, that's literally the age when he was crucified. <laughs> that's it's a special yeah, that's a special year. <laughs> Easter, Easter weekend, actually. And it's oh, by the way, y'all, we recorded on Easter weekend. So if you celebrate Friday. Yeah, it's Good Friday. Yeah. If if you celebrate, are you eating chicken on Good Friday? I mean, I, I, what's what's supposed to be? You're not supposed to eat what? Man, I'm not just eating fried. I just ate chicken. <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope it's not chicken. Like you're not supposed to eat chicken because I just ate chicken. But that was. Yeah, I, I I don't know, but Jeffrey don't eat it anyway, so he good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I compensate. I just try to work out a freaking lot, and my knees start. You know, yeah, you're supposed know, to opt for popping. fish. Jeffrey wants a fish? No. Uh, uh, if it got teeth and eyeballs, I won't eat it. Got you. So, How about <laughs> eggs? You eat eggs? No, no. He's, remember, he's not. He's, he's eyeballs. No, no. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. But egg has no eyeballs. It came from something that had teeth and eyeballs. There you go. <laughs> vegan, boy. Vegan life. I don't understand eggs, though. I don't want to get into it. We're quick, though. But eggs. <laughs> but look. But you know. Okay. I didn't know this. And maybe some vegans don't know this. But you know that eggs are not chicken abortions, right? Like people think like, oh, that's chicken abortion yeah, nah. because an egg would just, it, it, it's just going to die yeah, because it's not fertilized, which, so a lot of people think like, oh my God, fertilized. And then they had a baby. It was about to be a baby. Not like it was never going to be a baby. So. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> people that say that is kind of just ignorant. Vegans, I respect vegans because vegans are vegans, right? They don't want anything yeah. to do with animals. So they don't want to eat it. Yeah. If people on this, if you haven't been following following the podcast, probably episode three. Just in case y'all y'all gotta understand what type of Jeffrey was like a carnivore of all carnivores. This dude would buy like rib dinners from the Chinese place on 62nd and Seventh Avenue. Still going there in Miami. Still bringing that up. Yo, wow, in this one of the safest parts of town, by the way. Um, <laughs> close to 79th Street, which is absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't been, go check it out. Especially at night. Uh, especially at night. So <laughs> Jeffrey's eat like. That would down like rib dinners, bro. Like he would throw them things down every day. Several, like this dude can eat. And he want them to eat skinny. Like, you know, like the cliche thing about skinny people, they can mm-hmm. put down a lot of food. Now, Jeffrey was one of those people, bro. Like he yeah. would, he would. I eat. believe that. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't eat a lot in one shot. I remember, yeah. And I, I found out some years pounds. ago. I, yeah. Why I can't eat a lot. I can't I'm eat like, a lot. It's chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like this chunk. Trey eats a lot. You, yeah. I would say, you can eat a lot in one shot too. Oh, I, man. But yeah, my thing is I can eat consistently throughout the yeah. day. And what gave what got me to gain weight was that I like to eat late. Mm. That's the that's the my Achilles heel. You know, some people and Jeff, because you you're a vegan, right? And we know that veganism is not about gaining losing weight, right? Because you could see you I derailed the I derailed the whole podcast. I Look know, ahead. right? Look ahead, <laughs> though. Yeah, so so Jeff, Jeff is the only vegan that I met that's not obnoxious, by the way. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe no, he, he is, is on the low. Yeah, he is. I think he is. Wow. Obnoxious. <laughs> um, okay. So, so you can still gain a lot of weight, right? Because you that happened to you before, right? When you ended up gaining some, you ended up gaining some weight. Yeah. Yeah. Because of, even first for me. When, yeah. Well, that's. I think it's for that for a lot of a lot of people that are vegan. A lot of times, because yeah, when I was eating meat, it wasn't. It was only at one point in time because I was dating this girl, and she used to eat like a fucking pig. I mean, excuse the French, bleep. But oh, why well, last podcast? Y'all curse every podcast, so that's no, true. Don't. I no, did the we, last time, but we don't every time podcast. No. I got delete it if you want. No, that's 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 who he is. That's y'all cursors, cursors. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm moving the mouse right now. 
First of all, you write WTF all the time, okay? So you digitally cursing. Digitally cursing. I code curse. <laughs> nope, I, I, I count as substitution in my house. I count substitutions as curse words. Oh, I do for my kids for sure. For my kids, I do. Yeah, so you better sure. not be substituting. Substituting. Yeah, that was <laughs> Mike. I when he WTF, I know it means what the freak. <laughs> so go yeah, ahead. how about how about N word? That's a curse word. Well, oh, we're not gonna get into that. We're gonna, okay, we, we're okay. not gonna get into that, but. Because because yeah, I'm being nice as an N word, you see. Yes, but Juan definitely is a N word user. Wow, <laughs> I, wow, no, that's not what I. No. Pause, like my son says. <laughs> like my son says, pause. <laughs> this. Oh shoot! <laughs> wow. Okay. But so go ahead, Jeff. Jeff. I'm sorry. Veganism, and Jeff never, and Jeff never, and Jeff never answered my egg question either. So there's two questions. Oh, we, yeah, two questions. And yeah, yeah. three with, oh, the, with the genre right after. We, we going back. Yeah. yeah. So veganism. You, it's a lot of calories in the summer stuff that y'all eat too, right? Like it's not like, oh, you know, we're just because you're not eating uh, meat. It like, it's not like it's a low uh, caloric intake, right? Like y'all still can put down some calories. Yeah, you still can. It, well, it depends on what kind of vegan you are. Are you a raw vegan where you're just eating strictly plant-based raw vegans don't eat uh a lot of things they they might not eat rice it, like those are kind of vegans where they're like they'll eat a plate of food and they have energy it's supposed to they're not catch the itis you know uh but that makes sense I'm not, yeah so i can put low it, sugar right low sugar exactly so um i'm not that i'm not that vegan i'll eat a ton of rice, beans, yeah. so you get and the protein. I, effects. Yeah. Yeah. So you can still pack down those calories, man. And uh I did find myself getting gaining gaining some extra weight. So I was like, all right, I gotta slow it down a little bit. I then I went to uh I started blending what I was eating and then the weight fell off. When you say blending, you mean it actually blended like you like you like like you got a, a, a appendectomy or your tonsils removed and you sucking through a straw? Yeah. Not not through a straw. Eat like I just eat like a soup. I ain't sucking through a straw. Same difference. Like you got no teeth. <laughs> no, nah, man. If I go and get me like lentil soup, it's probably one of the best things I like. Bro, you eat baby food. You just told us <laughs> on air that you're eating baby food. So you gotta eat you're baby foods and eggs. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen. You listen. rather let that poor animal just sacrifice an egg for no reason instead of say, consuming it and, he said, we and let have, it. He said, he said that's what we're for. Yeah, that's what you guys are for. You you eat the, uh... <laughs> I don't eat eggs like that. Where the bacteria he's saying. Yeah. See he backhanded. See how <laughs> vegan elitism? <laughs> vegan elitism. I imagine those ones that only eat freaking whatever you said, just plant-based food, they are the elite of the elite. They wear long trench coats. And frown like a like well, down uh, like we said this before, but we get into sometimes a community. They, they never shave, like the guys. They don't, you know. So some of them don't even wear like to wear a deodorant. I know somebody like that. I can't say cause I want to put on my blast, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, hey, but if people don't wear deodorant, then that's that's their prerogative, right? Like you know, as long as you shower every day, right? No, Twice but there, there's there's some there's some uh, uh safe deodorants, but they, they don't. No, they are. They don't even wear the safe ones? No. Plant-based deodorants? They plant just out there winning. Why, why plant-based jackets? Well, I guess... Plant-based jackets? What the hell? Yeah, like, yeah, like they don't want to wear, like, real leather. Oh, oh. 
notes. Yeah, that's you wore, you wore leather. I, I I wore it once for a movie. That don't no, I didn't. I lied. It was no, but you wore it. It's a knockoff. Will you wear it though? Would I wear it? Uh, probably not. Would I buy one? Probably not. I don't own any I'll, leather. I think I have a leather jacket. I can't Actually, afford I think it. I, 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 I got my <laughs> way. All, That's another way of not getting it. <laughs> I, I would never okay. buy one because I can't plastic, afford it. That's pl- yes, yeah, like the plastic leather. Yeah. Okay. Leather. It, in all leather. Fairness, I, I don't think think it's real leather. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I did get it from Burlington's Co. It's most likely fake if you're not sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's not. So I, I I wore it to the permit Jeff to uh, negativity. That was my leather jacket. With my, with my tie. Jeff, he was squeaking the whole time, huh? Oh, <laughs> or I can't remember. I didn't even know you had on leather. I yeah, I know. I was way in the back. Yeah. Like you was you was too distracted. You didn't want to, he didn't want to acknowledge me, Juan. I was <laughs> just the same leather that being like the office chairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the ones you get like for the couch. Um yeah. those leathers where you sitting in your lips. Right, well, we, we, let's let's yeah, so Jeff, the whole with half the podcast on veganism. Yeah, the initial question was, what's your like your your go to genre? Maybe you haven't directed it yet, but what's kind of like the genre you love? You just want to be in, you want to direct, you kind of want to go into that to that realm, even if it's two. You know, like you could give us two. Well, it's, it's sci fi for me. It'd be hands down. That's that's my all time favorite, you know, genre of all. And if I could direct one, uh, right now, mm-hmm. I that I do oh, it. So it is up his alley then. No, no, you like know, cyberpunk I, I told you. Yeah. You like cyberpunk? I told you. Like yeah. Blade Runner. Any, any, any fictional world that, I mean, most, all films are fictional, but, you know what yeah, I mean? No, but, we not, yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah. But sci-fi fantasy, you know, mm. um, I'm with that that's too. Yeah. Listen. That's, our, that's what we write. For, for that is. Sci-fan. Sci We're trying to get popularized the word. We're trying to do it. We're going to popularize, popularize sci-fan. To, fantasy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make science fantasy science fantasy for people to understand i'm actually reading this this um this science fantasy for science fantasy book uh it's called gideon of the night that blends science and fantasy extremely well it starts off a little bit slow but it really has it's it's necromancy which is bone magic and they end up traveling in space so like it, it does an excellent job, and that's an, is an assassin or a soldier um, who's in this world where other people they use. Well, I think they do. She does too, but I think it's very minimal. Uh, her name is Gideon. It's, again, it's Gideon of the Ninth. Uh, the the Ninth is the world that is that is in. It's really good. One about yeah, I've heard, so that, I've heard a, of that book. That's the yeah. One we actually looked at the cover with the cover uh, with the girl with the bones. We like yes, yeah. yeah and I started reading it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the. the Reason why we asked you that, Jeff, is because Juan today, because we're writing like Juan said, uh, science fantasy. The last part is dropping soon. Um, check yeah, out our website, diamondwolfpress.com. I got it. <laughs> so Juan came up with this idea, and we don't want to get too much into it, but it's it's along that same line, and it's it's fitting because it's about, and I think I can share this much, right? It's about a a, a guy where what can go wrong will go wrong, but he ends up in a Perfect really love. good place. Yeah, it's Murphy's Law, but from that Murphy's Law, he learns a lot of different skill sets, right? And he ends up getting into it with the, the mob, and mm-hmm. he's the hero of the story. And this yeah. is set in a cyber, uh, 
Yeah. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk is... Cyberpunk universe, yeah. Yeah. Ish. Depending yeah. where you're at in the universe. Yeah, depending where you're at in the universe. And he is actually the hero of the story. So... Or what, is he? Or is he? Because what, is he what inspired you on? Yeah, well, it's, you know, sometimes it's just one of those long drives. And for me, this particular reason, this particular one was, you know, just some hip hop songs I was listening to. And there's certain songs sometimes that kind of give you like a mobster feel. And one, and so that kind of one thing kind of leads to another, you know? So one of the interesting parts that I tried to incorporate was that he, so basically he's at one, some point he's investigating these mobsters for murder of an innocent family, which reminds him of, his childhood, how his father was killed by the mob by um for similar reasons for that in his in that case. And you know, that's kind of like Batman being inspired, seeing seeing himself to through Robin, you know, seeing himself through the kid. And Batman also is another influence of it too. So I don't know, it's a work in progress, you know. Yeah, he's a killer. So that's the between him and Batman. He he will murder. Um yeah. so so Jeff, like what it like what inspires you for some of the things you start to create? Because like you hit me up with like, oh Mike, I got this movie out there, and then da 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 do you start texting? I'm saying, hey, how about you do this? How about you do that? Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Right. So what what are some of the things like Wanda said? It was kind of like he was playing a game. Uh what was Arthur Knights? Uh, yeah, Batman. Batman a Batman game, and then he said it was this mm-hmm. in like rap music, and he kind of like blended those two things together. So what are some of the things that kind of help influence you when you do start to to create? Uh I tell you one YouTube. Mm. I can see that. I, I, see I'll, that. I'll someone will say something on YouTube, or I'll be watching something. I'm like, oh my god, that's a movie. <laughs> so, or I'm having a conversation mm. with someone because you know, as you know, uh, uh, a creator, you, a creative person, you, you, you're having a conversation with someone. Someone mentions something, and then it's like, holy crap, that's a movie you just made. You just talked about, like when we did the podcast and uh. Um, Juan's camera did something funky that day. Oh, and like, yeah. yo, this is a movie yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it just comes from any little, but that's that's what any writer director is looking for. They're looking for mm-hmm. any small thing anywhere that happens. Everything in life can be a movie. So whatever mm-hmm. happens, Juan's in a car, but I could be in a grocery store and I could be uh I could see a woman and um uh, I'm on the phone and I, and I see some girl that this is a true story. I'm on the phone with some girl. I see this girl that I, I was in college with at Miami Dade. I was supposed to talk to her, but I left early. I was, I was like, this is the day I'm going to talk to her. I'm on the phone. She's in Publix. And I saw, her, I said, Oh no, I'm not missing this chance. Click hung up the phone on whatever girl I was talking to. She knew it was a girl at the end of the day that I hung up on. And I said, yeah, she's done. I was like, I missed my shot that day. I was like, no, nah, it's, it's happening today in Publix while you're buying your grocery. Got a number. Bada bing, bada boom. So anything is a movie. Anything yeah. that happens. So we're always looking mm-hmm. for it. So I pull it from anywhere. But YouTube, number one, yeah. I'd say. So, yeah, for me lately, um, oddly enough, like I get a lot of ideas from other writers, right? Like extrapolation. Right? I started reading a lot. Of, I, I started reading more over the past year. Like I read within the past three months, probably like six books. And, and 
and I'm still continuing to like I'm still continuing to read. And it's kind of like every little thing, whether it's a sentence or a scene that they have. So I try to extrapolate from it. Like exactly what one did. Like he was playing a game. And he was like, "Yo, this is crazy. Like we should, you know, like let's turn this into a story." And I do that with writing. Um, I would see, you know, like you said, um, something so small as I saw like a book cover. And and it remind like it reminded me of something. I'm like, oh, Egypt, and like Egypt is like this this very you know uh, I would say magical place, but it's very it's very rich in history. And I'm like, oh, you know, everybody can come up with a story about Egypt. But and it kind of just reminded me, and just kind of gave me the drive to just uh, write like a like a treatment. Like I don't even want to say treatment, but just like a general idea, like what we did with Juan's character um, for this story. And I have one from some years back about these kids in Egypt um, who were forced to be on the outskirts, and it's a lot of it's half. I would not say high fantasy. It's fantasy driven um, because I think high fantasy is very, very, very um, difficult to write because of the word kind of stuff. But so, yeah, mine's obvious. Like I've listened to music before, too, and, and got inspiration. But this definitely a TV. Pinterest is actually really good. Back when we used to hit Pinterest a lot, like that would give yeah. me like some crazy ideas. Um, oh, yeah. Pinterest is definitely yeah, the visual aspect is so much. Insane. Yeah. So much. Of the book is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah for the visual and you know like jeff said like i wasn't even playing the game at i was playing the game before but then i started driving so it was kind of fresh in my head yeah and you know, like jeff said like as a creative everything and everything is fodder for your next project or for the current project so it could be fodder and it could be dialogue between somebody conversation could be music um like you said pinterest in arts and sometimes it's just a character you know sometimes it's, it's a lot of times i watch the show and a particular character like oh it's funny character but the show is not surround is not particularly uh mm-hmm. based on that character like man that'd be a good you know like my my just start working man you can just incorporate him like this and make a story around them it's funny you say that because one of my just that's go back you just reminded me of something like some of my quotes like like if you'll see me right like and then because we try to make when i when our characters talk right we try to make everything they say impactful or at least the characters that's supposed to be impactful make them uh very much impactful so i listen to uh i don't physically and i really hope this don't turn people off but forget it forget you if it does um i'm just joking not not really so i don't go to church physically but i listen to um a lot of um pastors and I, lo- I try to learn from any type of orator. So they would say certain things. And what I would do is I would do what I would do is I would take what they say then I would almost like um, I would memorize it and then I would put it down and then I would turn it into a, like a quote that fits the characters that we're working with in the situations and the surroundings. So I try to learn from like different orators, like no matter who it is, whether I'm watching a first take or, or I'm listening to a pastor. Um, or if I'm listening to a motivation speaker, you know, like for the heck of it, I try to take from any orator and try to not just like not just implement it in my life as a speaker, um, but also in the writing, because mm-hmm. I do. And as we all do try to take from other people to help us create, because that's all creation is. Right. Like you're inspired by, by something. Uh, something else. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. else. Someone else. And to create something um, original to create something original, because nothing is like your idea. That's why I don't mind sharing, like, you know, what the last part is about or what um you know your character jack um you know like what what that is about and then jeff we do it all the time like you you don't mind putting your ideas out there because again nobody can tell your story the way you can tell your story so right if 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 anybody's listening though like truly and we aren't in like the best you know 
uh, a position because we don't have the biggest platform. But I promise you, like, just just go ahead and follow, like, whatever your passion is. If you're into writing, if you're into acting, if you're into directing, like, do not let anything deteriorate you from, uh, deter, sorry, deter you from what you really want to do. Because, like, let me tell you, like, it's a lot of money to be made. And even if it's if it's not about money, if you have something to say, there are people who are willing to listen. Like our five and listeners, and pay for it. Yeah, like you know, and and look, m- my biggest thing is my dream is to be able to have, uh, like you know, uh, to help like shape and change people's lives through like you know the work that we're doing. As cheesy as it sounds, like that's like I want to be able to have a platform to where when I speak, people listen. And, and in a positive way, though, to deliver a positive message. And I think us as writers, uh, you know, like we, we can do that throughout through storytelling. So mm-hmm. I got a random rant moment. I got to get it out because I was Press talking about this a few days ago. <laughs> Press the button, smash it. Since we're talking about, you know, uh, the, the art of creating, I do have something I want to say. Oh, thank, you I, the, thank you for the podcast title. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. That one was free. I was, yeah, I was just thinking about it. How are we going to name this? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did a film over the weekend um, called uh, uh, um, uh, Sambo. Sambo. I was Sambo. I was telling you guys about. Um, and I just had a moment where I was telling someone this. I said, I will never do another film where they're paying me less than what I think I should get. They were paying a day rate of 150. And I know I gave a hell like. I know Mike said, man, you did really good in the last movie, but this one was a whole new different level. Diff- whole new different level. Everyone was literally in that room um, were, were, were audience members. They weren't, they, they were forgetting, even the director, she was like forgetting to yell cut because of the, like, how the, she saw it going along. And I say this because a lot of, indie filmmakers, they will pay their lead actors who people are going to go see the movie for, or you're submitting in festivals and they're the ones that you're going to go, that the festival members are seeing and they're judging those, those actors are supposed to be winning awards. They're the ones that are going to take your film to the next level. They will pay them dirt cheap, but they pay their crew members significantly amount more. And that's, and you only see that on the indie film circuit. So I say to all these film production companies, shame on you. Shame on you for wanting to give actors that spend a lot of money training, spend a lot of money getting headshots, going through the, going through a grueling audition process a lot of times, and then they get to set and they they have to be their body has to be the tool of the director. Like I had physical action scenes. I I almost busted my knee on that set. You know what I mean? I went down literally and they had to stop because me and the other guy colliding knees and I was in pain and the performance that I know I gave was probably my best performance so far out of all the films I've done. And I said, from now on, if you want to pay me 150, $125, or that's what you're offering for the road, then you don't want me. You don't want me a part of that film. You and I say that because actors, yeah, actors have to, put their foot down in especially on the indie film circuit because at the end of the day yes we it's it's a lot harder for actors to make a living because they accept low because they they're wanting the opportunity but you'll have crew members that are part of these indie production companies they're making bank they're getting paid a lot of them you know i mean there are some where they're making a little bit less but 
when they're doing any films, it's always less, but they have other gigs they're doing outside of that. A lot of actors don't. There's only a select few that get modeling gigs and commercials. That's how a lot of actors survive. They don't survive from the film market because of how competitive it is. And, and that's the actor like me that doesn't like doing commercials. So I say that to a lot of actors, like if you've been putting in work, you've been doing what you need to do. You don't have to take the change. You could say you don't want me. And then that will have to force people. The film that I did at the hotel, I didn't pay the girl. The girl wanted 300. I said, hey, I'll give you 250 because she felt like her worth was higher than that. And I said, OK, I'll accommodate that for you as close as I can. But I'm not going to pay someone dirt cheap. And I got somebody, a lot of crew members that are just standing around making two, three, four, five, something to make a thousand, two thousand dollars in a day. And I had this conversation with another uh, director and I was telling him I would pay this actual actress three, four, five hundred because she has a big following and so forth. It was like, I'm not paying her that. I'll pay a camera guy then. I'm like, why? If she's your lead and she's good and she has a big following, why not pay her? That's wild. So now it, it, it is, and the thing is, like we try to, to try to, I guess, like you know, uh, put into parallels, right? Like we again, we're trying to conquer the the indie market as far as uh, being authors, and it's funny because pricing matters, right? Like we are dead fast against putting our first book um, outside of the novella we're writing, right? Which we're going to use our book to market. We we know we're good, like. I, I wish you knew how confident I was. Like, I am extremely confident in what we're putting out. Like, the last part, and I promise you, is it the work we put in? I truly do believe from the bottom of my heart. Like, if if the people want, what's your theory? If if we like it, then it has to be how many other people that like that? Yeah, I mean, if if if, if we like it, you know, there has to be a one percent of the one percent that like, because you know, which is millions of people, you know. So it's just finding your audience. Your audience is going to be there. Well, and I said that to say this, we're not going to put our book out there for free. Going back to what you said, like you have to understand your worth. And right. once we could, t- once we get through the grueling process, which is, you know, people, Preach on black, in, black, black king. <laughs> <laughs> once people, <laughs> once people get, you know, once, once we get, get that book out to other people, uh, we, let me just take a pause really quick for movie of the week, because we're doing this new thing that wants to do what I think is a really good idea. Um, my movie of the week is, is nobody, nobody stars my man from better call Saul. I cannot think of his name right now, but it is a stylistic. Yeah. It's a stylistic action. It's a stylistic action movie. Um, it's in the, it's in the same vein as John wick It's very fun. It's funny. Same producer. Same producer, I think it's Letch, David Letch or something like that. Um, it's it's in the same vein as John Wick, so stylistic. Um, there there's this twist in it that you just don't really expect because of who the character is and then what he's capable of, and and it's funny. Like that that little twist, it had me grinning from ear to ear because of how good it is. And the story Bob is well told. Oh, Dinkirk. Yes. Dinkirk. Dinkirk. I don't know how to pronounce the last name either, but his first name is Bob. We rolling with Bob, and it's a revenge. It's a revenge flick, and. It it is it is so good and it's and it's uh it's dry humor it's dark dry humor, um Rizza is in it he's he's a voice um I just love the cast man like it's an everyday guy whose life is on repeat until well it's not after some dudes break into his house and he cower he he cowers, and he doesn't fight back, but then, but then he, that activates something and then it activates something and you mm-hmm. have to watch this movie. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I give it a solid eight and a half out of ten. I think it's definitely well worth the watch. Jeff, have you seen nobody? 
No, I never even heard of nobody. I didn't even know they had a cast. I thought it just was nobody in there. There's nobody else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Jeff, I promise I'm here you, all week. Watch, watch it. Like, absolutely yeah. watch it. It's, it's definitely your style. I had to convince more. I was like, man, it's not, man, I don't think it's my type. Yeah, I, I have to watch me. it. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I know you good. and I know it's your style. So, um, absolutely watch it. Just going back. So, g- going back to as far as like, you know, understanding your worth yeah. and, and doing everything. My thing is this we're not going to put our book out there for less than $10. What? Oh, let me phrase that $9.99. Yeah. <laughs> so, because we know, and that's the price of people might like, well, who are you? We're going to show you who we are. You're going to get free work from us. We're going to give you books because we love you. We're going to give you a book for free. And it's going to be other books like that for free because we know our worth. And we we know um, that you're going to want to buy this book because we are really good at what we do. I can tell you, I've read a book and there is not. I've read several books and I promise you there and I'm still reading. But so far, there hasn't been a book that blended science fiction and fantasy the way we did it because of the hard work we put in. So. I do agree with everything you said about understanding your worth and like Juan said, putting your foot down because you shouldn't, you shouldn't lowball yourself just because you don't have a quote unquote big name or, or because like, you know, um, whoever you're working with decide, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not worth it. Like who are they? They're somebody, but ultimately there are you other people them. out there. Yeah. If they're not the only people. Yes, exactly. Cause they picked you. So anything yeah. you want to add one? Yeah. And you know, what's funny <clears throat> about that is when, when movies make, you know, when, when when actors get on, so to speak, you know, big time movies, mm-hmm. it kind of happens reverse because I, I've heard that Netflix was having issues with their cast members, not saying that they're not getting paid enough, and the leads and actors getting paid a lot. So it's it's ironic how in the indie circuit is backwards that is true and i kind of get it because now when Mm -hmm. when you you're in the big time role your your actors are pushing money and when you're in the indie role you know your quality quality is everything so which that's what they judge it by because no actor is going to push the role but it can make the movie though Mm -hmm. the parallels are kind of the same because yeah you'll have just you know I know I'm not trying to go back and I know we're out of time. Like Will Smith and King Richard, Will Smith and King Richard, he got paid 90% of the budget. So everyone else got, but you know, he did, he did give some of his money that he made from that contract to the cast members. Well, he only did it after um the 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 chick that played the forgive me, like I cannot remember her name, but the The, woman the, the mom. The mom, she wrote a letter. Saying like, hey, you know, like it's it 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 does it. The conversation didn't didn't fit. It didn't match. Um, it didn't match. Yeah. They, they paid. So what you they said, right? Like they lowballed everybody else. Like you yeah. said, the parallels are there, right? They lowballed everybody else to pay Will Smith because he's the bigger draw, right? Yeah. So the parallels are are that, like Juan said, like in in on Netflix and stuff, the actors were not getting paid. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the supporting actors, the, right? The the supporting actors and the camp the the crew were not getting paid. The crew was not getting paid. But but the stars were in the indie circuit is where the crew is getting paid, but the actors aren't because the crew is trying to they're they're trying to, you know, because they know, oh well, without us, you can't do anything, right? That's kind of like their mentality in the indie circuit. So people like you who and I kid you not, like I saw you grow as an actor. Like I've watched you from the very first thing you did when you was like in plays and stuff. And and I saw you grow as an actor, just like as a as you know a writer partner to one. Like I saw him grow as a writer, and mm-hmm. to see where you like know we all that. started, yeah, you know to see where we all started from. Like people gotta understand, like and and I cannot. People's wait. not looking nowhere. 
Yeah. <laughs> and when I had every time I write, I'd be like, he looked this way. <laughs> he looks he there. looked he that way. There. He looks there. <laughs> yeah, like that was one thing. And, and then, Mike was Mike was uh what's your word? Uh weightlessness. It was like, oh, oh, weightlessness. weightlessness. Or perhaps. Even perhaps. that's both of our word. Like perhaps. Yeah. When we speaking, we write in the old English. Jeff, if when you read if you ever read the book, Jeff probably not gonna read it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but now we no, need you know, you, if you make it an audio book, I'll read it. We oh we have oh we have a whole we have a whole system yeah, about to drop on audio, you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be audio. You're gonna be able to listen. We we put, actually we already said that we prefer for you to listen to it, actually. Yeah, audio and hopefully mm-hmm. translations down the line. Yeah, for, but for sure five beta readers, if you're interested at diamondwolfpress.com, shoot what is our email address. Well, it's, it's just uh sign up to a mailing list and you can contact yes. us. And we'll, yeah, you can you can become a beta reader. Um, we'll we'll you know figure out a way to send you you know a hard copy, actually, if you sign up. So the first ten people who sign up will get a print out copy of the last Spartan book one when it does drop. I actually and we got seen more than five versions, Mike. Wants <laughs> yeah, to yeah, he likes to say that though. Yeah, it's gonna be we're gonna have five million. He's still gonna say, oh yeah, our five listeners. Those OGs, though. Yeah, you know, back then they did want us, but now we're not. They might yeah. be hospitalized, though, but never mind. <laughs> I'm oh, but anywho, man, yeah. I like, like, uh, like, 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 um, the, 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 the film circuit, man, they, they, they have so many different, um, crew members that they can hire them. Like, it's just like a, a China shop, you know, millworking China shop. They can just hire whoever, boom, boom. I'm just saying they there is a big disparity in pay yeah. and they do have to figure it out. Hopefully they do stop being stingy. Um in the film circuit, do the same thing, work your yes. budget better. Exactly. Actors be stay together. Actors need to bond together. That's so what one yeah, actor, like you said, one actor pays low, they think everybody's paying low. Yeah, there's yeah. enough like Mike said, there's enough money for everybody. Go to Publix, it's a whole line full of bread. Everybody's making money, different, <laughs> different different brands but everybody yeah. there's enough pie for everybody one you know so that was the exit analogy if y'all didn't catch yeah. it my dog said go to Publix <laughs> to the bread out there's a whole lot of different bread different brands and everybody they making it they're making bread get it <laughs> like I'm saying it's a writer <laughs> yeah. it's a writer yeah. so we are out does of ri- time wait does writers get paid good Jeff <laughs> I can pay nothing. Uh, nah, nah, not really. Not really. <laughs> so, one, we're going to be broke. Not, gonna... not, not in the big time or the little time. So, we just push through every single level. The, the little time is, man, that's another podcast for the little time. I, man, you, you, your jaw drop on that one. Um, okay. We'll definitely have to, we'll bring it back. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Random Ranch, we're out. Peace. <laughs>